0: See a good mentor. First of all, what what is motivation? I mean, motivation is something that that everybody needs from time to time, either through self or from someone else, external, right? Why is it required? Is it is required for us to to go and achieve something, right? To reach the goal. So that's the, that's that's the basic uh, bottom line of why motivation is required. And as a mentee, yeah, as a mentor. a mentee it is it is always admissible to understand what what the mentee wants right these are her motivational needs could be different from time to time and it, it is different from people to people as well what motivates one person might not motivate the other vice versa and again it depends on the time I mean something that motivated me as as a teenager will definitely not motivate me now right so it varies over time as well within the same person so what happens in this entire journey of motivating a mentee is one understand what the mentee needs at that point in time be there to help him or her guide in achieving it in achieving the goal right that's what a mentee wants and next, how do you go about it? It's by talking and understanding. Build a trust, build a relationship with the mentee, understand what the mentee wants, basically. Inspire if there's any need. Right? And and the best way to motivate any person for that matter is to letting them know that no matter what, there's always next time. And that everything can be worked upon yet again. And even if it didn't, not much is lost. Life goes on, right? So that's the way you can definitely inspire another person or motivate a person to to do and align with your values and, and purpose and theirs, basically. Make them understand why they're doing it. That's the, that's the crux of motivation. See, interpersonal skills is very important for any person to build their personal brand around. It is important to make a mark. And three things that I have imbibed in me are the three I's, as I call it, I, letter I. One is inspire, influence, and impact. These are the three things that drive me to to have a conversation with a person and develop skills or a relationship between each other and then when I position myself from and position myself and operate from a place of adding value to others i become you know I value to others in the sense you you're as an entrepreneur you're there to help others become their better selves right so that's what you're you're out there to do to, to solve societal issues So when you're trying to add value to their lives, in turn it translates into better learning, which is essential for growth. So interpersonal skills is one of the most important skills that one needs to develop to grow. So like I mentioned earlier, the only way where, how you can build trust between people or different teams, is by making them feel heard people want you to listen to their issues and solve them so what happens when there are two teams or two people in in you know log at log with each other that's what you know you you that's when you step in and you inquire what is it that they want each person might want a different thing and that could be or the same thing in fact that that could be the reason for the conflict in the first place right and each person's you know wants and needs are different each person's level of tolerance is different so once you understand and you're aware of all these things it's easy for you to get to the root cause of the issue. moreover it is very important to listen to everybody give everybody a chance to speak make them feel heard and then with an unbiased and non-judgmental mind understand and then come to a conclusion you know what more more often than not conflict resolution actually deals with more you know inspiration influence and you know apart from being uh in, you know being an encouraging leader and a motivating uh, person it deals more with powers of negotiation powers of you know coming to a conclusion coming to a compromise, more of an influence and persuasion that is required to to solve the conflict than, you know, apart from being uh, encouraging and motivating to all people. So leader, a leader is someone who's looked up to to solve problems. A leader, in my opinion, does not lead projects or organizations. A good leader actually leads people and it's the people who make those organizations, right? So how does how does listening skills impact one's leadership style? It is by being aware of what is being said or unsaid most of the time and understanding what it takes to, to you know, to be aware of ourselves and the situation and also the other person who you're talking to. All these combined make it a better you know better communication platform and that's how effectively you solve or address problems it's it's both yes and a no mainly because see a lot of organizations across the globe are moving towards being more emotionally intelligent workplaces and yet there are way too many offices or organizations which are really not not so much into it yet and what i see is that you know i i'm a complete people person so i see it as an organization is made up of humans right and that's what we are it's going to be a place meant for people to you know interact with each other to know each other have you know, interactions with, with with respect to emotions, with respect to feelings, with respect to lives. We're dealing with lives, we're dealing with human lives. That's what organizations need to look at. For it to be a more humane place to work and grow. So with that said, you know, there's a lot of ground that needs to be covered in terms of emotional intelligence at the workplace. And the good news, actually, is that most companies are now waking up to the fact that they know and understand that emotional intelligence actually plays a much bigger role in in, in a company's well-being and and a person's uh, you know life fulfillment as well. So, good thing is that they're actually uh, making a lot of strides in the in that direction. See, Life is but uncertain, isn't it? Everything about life is uncertain and how we accept it, uncertainty only demands acceptance. That's all it demands. So what happens when there is a situation that demands you in a better version, in a bigger version? That means you have to get out of your comfort zone, right? anything outside your comfort zone you're uncertain about it and you're scared that's exactly why people stay and remain in their comfort zones and yet and yet the only place where you see growth is outside your comfort zone that's where most of your learning is and then that when you understand and learn that it becomes less daunting when you accept this uncertainty get out of your comfort zone it looks less scary, less daunting and when you do that you are actually increasing your comfort zone the circle becomes bigger your learning sphere actually increases and your growth is manifold so the only way that you can deal with uncertainty is accepting it, First, be aware of the, you know, the, that everything is uncertain and then you accept it, that's the only way to learn and grow I don't see a pattern or a, or a, you know, a way in which success is defined. Success is different from for each people, and for me, I completely believe in, you know, I completely believe that we are all connected and together we grow. And when you have this in your mind, you strive for the betterment of everybody else, right? And who is an entrepreneur? Basically, of an, an, an entrepreneur is somebody who solves societal issues, who solves people's problems, and adding value to their lives. And thereby, he or she also grows. Right? I'm not saying that you're doing uh, a, you know, a societal work with not with not having anything for yourself. You're growing as well. So when that, when you know, and when you have the entire lot of people in your mind. And that becomes a success mantra, right? So I wouldn't say that there's a formula or there's a there's a pattern to become successful. Again, success means different things to different people, as I mentioned to you. This is this is the way I see it because I I for me, success is all about even if I can inspire one life, I'm successful. I'm happy about that. If I can make a positive impact on one person, like I told you, three I's: inspire, influence, and impact. Those are the three things that drive me. If somebody thinks that there are other things that they that they know, you know, success could be material comfort as well. For most people, if that is the case, then then yes, so be it. That's happy. That's wonderful. No no uh, worries about that. And yet, it boils down to again being your true self. The moment you know what you want and why why you are doing it that becomes your mantra for success and yet again it it boils down to your vision right because you've got to have a team which is backing you on your task on your success because they have to align themselves to their to your mantra and how do you do that it happens only when you can inspire and influence those people That again happens only when you yourself are aligned to your purpose of life. And when you do that, you're only not not only thinking about your own welfare, you're thinking about everybody everybody else's welfare as well, and that is perhaps the easiest way of how you can align other people also to your vision. There are two ways to look at it. One. I would say, listen to your heart. The other I would say listen to your mind. And it's it's only uh, depending on the situation and what you want as an outcome that you listen to either of them and it's left to each person. One, when you listen to your mind, I would suggest that, you know, there are many times when we do not have all the answers within ourselves and it's okay to ask for help. That's exactly why you have a team on hand. And that's when your SMEs, the other people on board, the other people who, your your team, your near and dear ones who, it could be your personal or your professional life actually as a leader. So uh, consulting them will give you better perspectives and different ways or different views of looking at the same problem. And that could actually solve the issue. Something that you have not seen. The other thing is listening to your heart. Generally your intuition, not generally actually your intuition and your gut feeling is never wrong and the moment you listen to it and you tread that path most of your issues are solved so there are it depends again on the situation on where and how to use uh, and to what degree you use either of them Uh, and yet for the best effective method that that you can do is use both uh in optimal in optimal levels so that's how i do Communication is not just about talking a major part or an integral part of it is also effective listening. Right. So when you're listening to somebody, it boils down to being a genuine person. How do you come across to the other person? So when you're clearly and effectively heard and understood, that's the basis of communication. Right? So when, when you're being your genuine self, people feel heard. And then when when you know that they are heard, half your job is done as a good communicator. Because there's a trust that's built, right? And everything else is built on that trust. And then when you're also talking about communication, there are various other aspects to it. One is your body language and the other is your listening skills. We've also, we've already spoken about the listening skills. Communication aspect when it comes to your non-verbal, which is your body language It's about the right hand gestures while you talk, maintaining the right eye contact with people and also your body movement All this in, in a package makes it uh, makes one a very good communicator and mistakes are uh, very very similar yet they're different one being mistakes are probably smaller in comparison to the failures as we call them okay mistakes are more errors which can be changed and has a short-term impact failures leave a lasting impact most, time, but more, you know, in, in most of the cases failures are what happens when you do not meet a particular goal that you have set for yourself, for somebody else? Has set failures are those that you think you've got to reach a particular level and you do not. Failures happen in spite of the hard work that you put in. Mistakes are errors. They're small time. It can be a typo. It can be anything. I mean Anything could go wrong at any time. In both of them to an extent are in our control and yet in, in many situations failures are out of our control. The best way that you can deal with failures is, is by accepting it, taking it in your stride, learning from it because your failures are your best best gurus if you can call them as because your failures actually teach you much more than what you're accessing. And when you when you understand that path you learn a lot and you take that as your lesson of life and then that's how you grow. So failures, in my opinion, are, are you, know, you can term that as blessing in disguise and uh, that's something that, that I'm sure everybody has faced, everybody could face. Um, that's, that's one way you, you can understand failures and grow from it and that's not the good stop for anything in life. what is mindfulness you may ask what is mindfulness it's only being aware of oneself and understanding who we are what we are here to do and how we are impacting our life and work this completely comprises of you being mindful right there are two things one is you are aware of what is happening inside you this Another thing which is you're aware about what is around. You. Both affect you. And how aware are you and how understanding are you of the situation, both within and outside, is the balance between how mindful you are. That's that's what defines it. Okay, so that's it. How does one develop you ask? Right? So how does one develop this this activity of being mindful? I and mean, it's not exactly an activity and people don't need to actually go and meditate it's only it's only something that you understand deep deep within yourself of who you are as i mentioned so when you understand why you're doing certain things the way you're doing it and is this something that can be changed is it something that you enjoy doing is it something that is going to impact people in the right way when you're aware of all these things and take a minute to pause and to reflect and to understand your true nature, your true self. You're showing up as the most authentic or the most genuine self of yourself forward. Okay, and so when this happens, I think that, I I always believe that this happens in stages. And what's the first stage? Awareness, being aware, as I mentioned, being aware of what, what, how, why. The second one is, you know, accepting it. Understanding what your strengths and limitations are. Accepting them. Take them in your strife. The third, when you accept it, it automatically leads to learning. And when you learn, you heal. You heal. When you heal, you grow. These are the five stages that I, I believe are what makes one more mindful. So being mindful is more of Taking a pause, stepping back, become the observer, understand what is happening, live in the moment, live in the now, because there's no other way, there's no other place, there's no other time, it's only now and here. And when I'm fully present, I come across as my true self. And that's how you build on relationships within yourself and with others.